One, two, three, four. My gal's a firecracker, sweet like a clementine. Takes a while to unpack her, but boy, I'm glad she's mine. My gal can't help but thrill me, she's a special kind of fun. But Lord, I think she'll kill me before this song is Listeners, welcome to the Beehive Podcast. The bees in question are your hosts, Beatrice Davies. That's me. And me, Beth Levine. So, listeners, when we started this podcast, our idea was to have a new topic at every show. But it just so happens that Beth and I have stumbled across this Kindle book series that has kind of taken over the entire show. So, we're continuing to follow the thread, and we're going to see where it leads. Now, if you haven't listened to our first three episodes, you will probably be lost, so please go back and listen to those. We'll be here when you get back. Okay, ready to get started? Ready. Okay, so on our last show, we had our friend Sean on again. He told us about his Nana, who sadly passed away a few years ago. But we think that Nana may have worked with Chrissy from the books, and that Chrissy's real name was Lucy. Okay, are you with us so far? Sean's Nana worked with Chrissy, who was really named Lucy. Probably. And the shocking part is... Nana's brother, who was a milkman, may have seen Lucy murder her fiancé. Well, okay, technically he saw her go into the house, heard a man shouting, and then saw Lucy run out covered in blood. And then, according to Nana, Lucy disappeared from the factory where they both worked and was never seen again. So that's where we stand. Uh, Sean's a professor at Rutgers University right now. Adjunct, I think. Fine, adjunct. And he's been searching through the newspaper archives at the university library, trying to find some clues. Nothing so far, last I heard. Right, Beatrice? Right. Nothing so far. But that brings me to another point. Sadly, we're without our producer today. Terrible tragedy. Actually, Tyler is doing some field work for us. Yes, we sent him off to the site of the former Hudson Bergen Aeronautics Factory to see if he can find anything out. Well, to be honest, Tyler is not going up to Jersey just for this. Tyler Moon has somehow convinced a girl to date him, probably because she lives in Queens and barely ever sees him. So he's gone up to visit her and we asked him to make a little side trip to North Jersey. I think his girlfriend is going with him. They're making a date out of it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she, you know, she sounds really sweet. I'm sure. But anyway, Moon's Uncle Clive is continuing to let us use his recording studio. So Clive, if you're listening, thank you. Hi. You can come down here if you want. Oh, God. We're right downstairs. Um, Anyway, so where were we? Um, As I was saying, Sean is looking through the newspaper archives. Tyler is visiting the location of the factory, which is super exciting. Yes, it is. And Beth and I have been interacting as hard as we can. Uh, So, Beth, have you had any luck on your end? Well, yeah, actually. So, it seems very likely that Margot McGinty is a pen name. I couldn't find anybody with that name living in the U.S., which means no Facebook or LinkedIn, but I did notice some reviews of the books on Amazon. They're all five-star, and they're all one or two words like terrific or great read. Like, that's the whole review. Ooh, sock puppets. Yeah. You want to explain that to any listeners who aren't in the know? Sure thing. So a lot of authors will make sock puppets, quickie disposable accounts that they can leave positive reviews of their own books on. It's transparently obvious most of the time, so... If you are an author and you're trying to get publicity, please do not try this. We will find out. We will find out, and we will think you're an idiot for doing so. Um, but it looks like Margot McGinty may did, have been doing. Yeah, she she did that. <laughs> so bad for her, but good for us. 
I made a list of the usernames. They were all things like StarChildy86 or MagicFairy05. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, hippie shit, fake old English spelling with a lot of extra E's. And actually, specifically the numbers 05 and 86. Now, if we're talking 1986 and 2005, that sounds like a birth year and a high school graduation year, respectively. So that helps narrow it down, right? Indeed a clue. A clue. So... I haven't found a specific person yet, but at least this tells us that Margot is probably a 29 or 30 year old hippie. That's something. Is that Moon? Uh, no, it's Sean. Hello, hi, let me put you on speaker. Hey! Hello, ladies. Hi, Sean, we're recording, is that cool? That's cool. So, I might have found something, an announcement on the social page of the Union Bugle from 1946. Yeah? Yeah, um, uh, an engagement, the bride-to-be is Lucy, the groom's name was Henry, and he was not in good shape. How so? Well, from the picture, the guy was missing an eye, and he had a huge scar on the side of his head, and he was on a cane. That was all, that's all I could tell from the picture. You know, it was pretty grainy. Yeesh. What did the announcement say? Not much. Mr. and Mrs. Andrew Gilbert are pleased to announce the engagement of their daughter, Lucille Margot Gilbert. Margot? Lucille Margot Gilbert. Private first class Henry Lionel McGinty. Oh my god. No. It's all falling into place. Whoever wrote this took her grandmother's middle name and I guess her mother's maiden name to make her pen name. Does it say anything else, Sean? Oh, uh, that's it, but, you know, that's a lot, right? It, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, we have a full name for Lucy now, guys. Holy shit. We might just be able to get to the bottom of this. And Henry, I mean, he must have been in the war, which means army records, right? Sean, you're amazing. Oh, well, shit. You really are. We couldn't have gotten this far without you. I'm blessing. You should come down to Maryland and let us buy you crabs again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I have a free weekend coming up. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. But guys, I just found something. It's Henry's death certificate. What? When's it from? 1946. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I don't see a cause of death listed, but, I mean, he was 23. And the timing... I assume the date is after the engagement announcement, right? Uh, wait, Sean, what's the date on the engagement announcement? Um, June 3rd? Holy shit. What? Henry died in May. Alright, well listeners, I think we all need a coffee break after that. Right, so here we are, just gonna step back, take a deep breath, and enjoy some hot hazelnutty goodness while we talk about something light. Yes, small talk, something easy, pleasant. Death cults! What? No, I want to talk about kittens. Kittens and death cults! No, that's even worse, Beth, come on. Little precious titty tats with their little cute sneakers and their little cute cyanide cocktails. Okay, we'll talk about death cults. Just stop bringing the kittens into it, please. Woohoo! Okay, so we all know about the Jonestown Massacre, right? Sure, that's where we get drink the Kool-Aid from, right? So that was 900 people in the middle of the jungle. 
Do we think they were all true believers, or did a lot of them just not have another way out? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay, I have a fun question. If you wanted to start a cult, what would your platform be? I wouldn't want to start a cult. But if you did? Um, I don't know. I guess maybe something nice. Like unicorns. I would say if you follow me, you get to ride a unicorn into outer space. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this. How would you get me to believe you? Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say that right off the bat. I wouldn't introduce myself with a, Hi, join my cult and ride a unicorn into space. I would just be friendly, get people to come over to my house, and then just probably dose them with potent hallucinogens. Oh my god, okay. I was not expecting that from you. You wouldn't just, like, be really charismatic and prey on the mentally weak? Nah, psychoactive narcotics would be a lot faster. Okay, Beatrice, backing slowly away now. In fact, I'm not sure I want any more of my coffee. You were alone with it for a minute there. <laughs> Seriously, you scare me sometimes. Oh, Beth, I would never drug you while recording. That would leave evidence. And on that note, I think we're done. Oh no, you started this. You have to finish it. What is your cult leader business plan? So, I'd go really sneaky with it. It wouldn't be obvious at all. I'd just start like a meditation group or, oh, you know what I'd do? I'd start a book club and we'd start out reading really innocuous, like chiclet, you know, like confessions of a shopaholic and that kind of thing. And you slip a value into the coffee. No, Jesus, what's wrong with you? The DEA is going to have a flag on you after this episode. You realize that, right? (laughs) Yeah. No. So we start out with the chiclet. And then, very, very slowly over the course of a year or so, the books get incrementally edgier. So in January, we're reading Bridget Jones, but by December, it's the Anarchist Cookbook. Okay, I'm following. And then I use classic brainwashing techniques, which I will have studied, to bend them to my will. And what is your will? I figure some Project Mayhem shit, you know, destroy a bunch of credit card companies. Oh my god. And you say, I'm going to be on the watch list. I mean, I wouldn't kill anybody. I'd be very careful about that. No maiming, either. I would just be freeing millions of people from credit card debt. Get the student loan companies first. I hear that. Alright, now that we're both on government watch lists, we shall we return the topic at hand? Definitely. What is it? Uh, it's something called Cordata Innovations. There's a sign with a logo. It's just, you know, shapes. I can't tell what it is exactly. You can't go in? No, it's not that kind of business. Like, you only go in if you work there, I think. There's a door, but it's locked. Can you see inside? No, no windows or anything. Hi. Hello? Oh, that's Tacey. Hang on, I'll put you guys on speaker. Hi, I'm Tacey. Hi, Tacey. Hi. Thanks for letting us hijack Tyler's visit. Oh, it's super fun. But, so, like, we're in New Jersey, and we're actually kind of far from the light rail, and we had to walk, like, what, 20 minutes? God, I thought it was, like, an hour. It definitely wasn't an hour. I mean, no big deal. I walk that far to the train every morning, but it wasn't, it wasn't pedestrian-friendly. We had to cross a highway and walk over an overpass and go through this gross field. Oh, my God. I'm assuming the people who work here have cars. It's very out of the way. So, you guys have no idea what this place is exactly, right? No, but... Cordata Innovations is ringing a bell somewhere. Hang on. What are you doing? I'm looking on Facebook. Yep, okay, I thought so. One of my friends works here. That's amazing. Uh, can you call them? Well, we're not 
friend's friends. I think I met her at some event and added her, you know, that kind of thing. Let me see. Hey! Wow, it looks like you have a bunch of friends who work here. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's weird. That is really weird. But you don't know any of these people? Hmm, let me see. Nope. 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 Must have been some networking event. Stacy gets out a lot. That makes me sound like a slut. I didn't mean to say Isn't he funny? Hilarious. So you have a bunch of Facebook friends who work at this place, but you don't know any of them well enough to let you in or tell you anything? I mean, I guess I could send a message. Good idea. Thank you, Tacey. Yeah, no problem. So why are you guys interested in this place again? Ty said something about a book, and it used to be a factory. Hey, Linda, hey, remember me? We met okay, I think we might get to go in. I'll let you guys know what's happening later. Bye. That was weird. Was it? Yeah, I mean, you don't think it's a weird coincidence that Tracy knows all these people who work at the place? Tacy, I think. Whatever. I mean, that's New York for you. It's this huge city and you're always making connections like that and running into people you know. Uh Uh-huh. She seems... nice, anyway. Tasty? Tasty. Whatever. So I guess let's wait for Moon to call back and find out what he saw. Good idea. building. But what was it like? Nothing special, just, you know, desks and stuff. But what about Tacy's friend? Just showed us around, gave us a quick tour. But what is Cordata Innovations? Um, consulting? What kind of consulting? I don't know, business consulting. Look, I'm sorry to disappoint, but there just wasn't anything really interesting. I don't have anything to report. Dumb! Hey, not cool. Not you, Moon. I'm not calling you dumb. You're not? That's new. The whole thing is just dumb. Like, did you ask if they have any information about the old factory? They don't. The place was totally gutted when the company moved in and started renovating. Huh. Well, that's disappointing. Uh, thanks anyway, Tyler. Yeah, it was fun. Casey likes this kind of thing. We're going up to the cloisters tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, have fun. We'll see you when you get back. Bye. Bye. Fucking dumb. It was a long shot, honestly. Hey, what are you looking at? I got an email from Margot McGinty. What? Or someone claiming to be her anyway. I mean, it could be a practical joke, but... Uh, Margot.McGinty at mistywatercoloredbooks.com. That's... Mistywatercoloredbooks.com. Okay, for the listeners, what does the email say? Not much. Just, um, I'll be in touch. That's it, no greeting or sign-off or anything. Creepy. Yeah, it is. Okay, so mistywatercoloredbooks.com isn't there. It's just one of those placeholder pages. I mean, someone clearly owns the domain, but there's no actual site there. So what now? Um, should we email her back? I don't know. What would we say? Uh, She said she'll be in touch. I vote we just wait. I guess so. Hey, is there anything about Misty Watercolor books in any of the Chrissy books or on her author's page? Hang on, let me look. Yep, there it is. Second page. It's the publisher. I mean, it's very clearly self-published, so it's probably just a name she made up to sound more professional, but there it is. By Margot McGinty, copyright 2015, Misty Watercolored Books. 
the thick plotins. You did a spoonerism. It was intentional. So, thoughts of the day. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess my thought is, um, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Wait, let me make sure that's true. Oh god, Beth, get away! I will if you tell me your thought of the day. My thought of the day is you get off my nose. I'm just trying to keep you on your toes. Are we doing this on purpose now? I'd like to stop. Can you tell me how? Good night and good luck, listeners. Bonsoir. Buenas tardes. Bye. (laughs) Bye.